Game Warden, E.G. Gunderson. It was a clear day, blue sky, and it had been a quiet day since about 8 o'clock in the morning. It now was about 9.30 in the morning when my phone rang at the ranger station. I picked up the ranger station phone and I heard, is this Ranger 832? And I said, yes it is. And he said, this is Santa Rosa calling, Santa Rosa Sheriff's Office. I said, yeah, what's up? And they said, well, we have a report of a shootout just north of you at Ocean Cove. It appears that there is a group of campers and they're firing down on each other. And from the report, there's at least eight or 10 campers that are firing on each other. Well, I said, okay, all right. Where's the location again? And I said, the location is Ocean Cove Campground. Ocean Cove Campground. It's approximately a mile and a half north of you. Do you know where it is? And I said, yeah, that's affirmative. I certainly know where it is. And I said, uh, how do you want to handle it? And they said, well, we'd like you to respond code three and see if you can settle that situation down. And I said, uh, 10 four. I said, uh, certainly need backup on this. Uh, if we've got that many guns in action, um, I'm going to need uh, several officers to back me up on this. But I said, I'll roll down there and I'll see if I can slow this thing down. And they said, 10-4, we've got two units rolling code three. Uh, allow 40 minutes for those officers to get in your vicinity. And I said, 10-4, I'm rolling. I need permission to roll code three. And they said, you have it. You've got permission for code three. So I got my stuff together and uh, ran out and I jumped in the Ranger vehicle. I called it in that I was in my vehicle and then I flipped on the lights and flipped on the siren and I headed out of the park running code three. I hit highway one and proceeded north uh, going at a pretty good clip. I had the window down and I was listening for gunshots. When I got about a half a mile, I could hear a large barrage of gunfire. It sounded like there was at least 10 firearms being shot at the same time and possibly more. So I radioed uh, Santa Rosa and I said, uh, I'm almost at the 20, the location. And I said, I'm hearing a lot of gunshots. I said, uh, what's my backup time? And they said, uh, you got a good 20 minutes before backup can reach you. They're coming out of Guerneville. I said, 10-4, well, I need someone else here. Will you please put a call out to Fishing Game and see if somebody can pick that up on their scanners? Santa Rosa said, that's affirmative, Ranger 832. We got the call out. The call's going out to Fishing Game. And I said, also, could you please call the other agencies, uh, notify uh, the other rangers uh, north of me that uh, I'm in a situation here and I need backup. Santa Rosa go, that's affirmative. We'll run that through the other radio. I said, 10-4, I'll be out of the vehicle here shortly. And I do need backup, please. 
And so that's affirmative, Ranger 832, backup's on the way. So I got to an area where there was a large gray weathered fence. There were three rails of gray uh, boards uh, that were blocking me and the ocean terrace. So I thought, well, you know, I need my truck. Uh, we were trained to use the truck as a barricade in case we were being fired upon. So I'm not going in there without my truck. So I just took my truck and I rammed the fence and I shot through the fence. Boards went flying every different direction and I came screaming across the Marine Terrace and came to a halt. I looked ahead of me and there were 10 men standing there. Each one of the men had a firearm. So I pulled up with the truck and I knew to keep the truck between me and the men with the guns. I stepped out of the truck and I yelled, Park Ranger, Park Ranger, stop firing your weapons, stop firing your weapons and lower your weapons to the ground. So I saw these men, these 10 men look at me kind of strangely and they started talking amongst themselves and I said, pay attention to what I'm telling you to do. Take your firearms and very carefully place your firearms onto the ground. Do it and do it immediately. And so they still were kind of talking amongst themselves. And then I heard the fence bust behind me and I could hear another car come busting through the fence and into the Marine Terrace. I turned around and looked behind me and there was a green truck with a big fish and game decal on the side of the door. It clearly was a game warden and he was coming in hot. He came screaming up behind my truck and came to a stop. I continued to place my orders to the men with the guns. I ordered them to place their guns on the ground. Do so immediately. You're being ordered. I am a park ranger. Place your guns on the ground. So the men, again, looked towards an older man, and they said, no, I know. And the older man said, do what the officer says. Do what the officer said. So then I thought, well, you better get the rounds out of those guns. So I said to the men, I said, break the chambers and drop the bullets out of your guns. Break the chambers, drop the bullets onto the ground. Every gun, get them on the ground. Get all the ammunition on the ground. And so they busted the chambers and started bailing the ammunition out of their firearms. So then I ordered the men to the ground, face down in the ground, spread their legs and spread their arms. So I had eight men in front of me laying on the ground with their arms spread and their legs spread. I looked behind me and the game warden had his, hunt, his hand on his gun. So I turned to the game warden and I said, do you see what I'm seeing? And he goes, I sure do. And I said, uh, is there something you want to say or do here? And he goes, no. He goes, it looks like you have this one under control, Ranger. And I said, all right. So I turned back to him and I said, now roll away from your weapons. Get away from your weapons, but stay on the ground. 
So the men rolled away from their weapons, and I approached them, and they were all kind of quiet. And finally, this one older man with uh, gray hair uh, signals to me. He has his head buried in the ground, but he's waving, waving his hand at me. So I walked up to him and I said, yes, sir. And he said, uh, may I speak to you, sir? And I said, yeah, all right. I said, do you know what's going on here? And he goes, uh, yes, sir. And I said, all right, do you want to tell me what's going on here? And uh, he says, well, I'm a little bit embarrassed to admit it. And I said, well, let's, let's get with it here. I kind of need to know what's going on. I said, I got a campground full of people that are barricaded in their, in their campers and some are hiding behind a grocery store. I need to know what's going on here. And the guy goes, well, sir, um, um, I, ha- I have to tell you that, that we're California Highway Patrol officers. And I said, excuse me? And he says, well, um, we are all California Highway Patrol officers. I said, okay. And I said, and you're doing what? He goes, well, we're target practicing out here today. And I said, what are you target practicing? And he goes, well, you see those rocks out there? And I said, yeah, I do see those rocks out there. I said, "Uh, you're telling me you're shooting at rocks? Is that correct? And he goes, "Uh, yes, sir. And I said, look out there. You see two yellow boats? Do you know what those are? "Uh, No, sir. I said, those are called Royaks. Royaks. They're yellow dive boats. They're the boats that skin and scuba divers use when they go out diving. What that means is if you don't see divers on the top of those boats, there are skin or scuba divers beneath those boats. So the direction that you're firing are where there are divers in the water, beneath the water. And he goes, oh, Jesus Christ. He goes, oh, man. Oh, I am so sorry. And I said, also, you know, typically you don't shoot at rocks because rocks ricochet. And we have campers all over the place here. So, you know, it's just not a good idea to be discharging a firearm here. And uh, the guy goes, sir, you are absolutely right. Uh, We are terribly, terribly sorry. We should not have been doing this. And I said, well, I'm sorry to inform you, but uh, you should not have been doing this. It's not a safe place to target practice. I mean, you guys came out of the city. <clears throat> I said, where are you from? They said, the Bay Area. And I said, well, this might seem like the Wild West out here. I mean, or the wild backcountry. But there's still a lot of people around here. And you have to exercise caution. And he said, sir, you're absolutely right. He says, uh, we should not have been doing this, and we apologize. So just about when he finished saying that, one of the officers, CHP officers, on the ground says, excuse me, sir, um, could I ask you a question? And I said, sure. And he said to me, uh, where is your gun? And to him, I turned and immediately responded, and I said, I don't need a gun when I have all of your guns. And that was when the game warden slapped himself on his knee and said, God damn, that was a good one. <laughs>
I like that one. Polly smoked his cigar. Gundy liked his cigar. So I told the officers that they could pick up their guns, pick up their ammunition, but to make sure that they got all their ammunition and took all the ammunition, put it away, put the guns away for the weekend, sit around the campfire, tell some stories, and have a good time. If they promised me they would do that, then they wouldn't have to deal with me anymore. They said, yes, sir. Yes, sir, we'd be happy to do that. And I said, okay, you're on your own. One of the officers, the lieutenant, turns to me and he said, can I ask a favor? And I said, sure. He says, can I ask that you not tell this story to anyone else? And I said, well, I'll tell you what. I'll wait a few years, and then someday I'll tell this story. So I'm telling the story today, and that was 35 years ago when that occurred. So that was the first moment that I met E.G. Gunderson, otherwise known as Gundy, the game warden. He came up and shook my hands, and he said, You're the new ranger. And I said, Yes, sir, I am. And he says, I am pleased to meet you. He says, let's go up to the cafe and I'll buy you a cup. How's that sound? And I said, sure, let's go. He got in his truck and I got in my truck. And we went up to the cafe. The cafe was full of people when we walked in. It's the first time I'd been in that cafe. Ranger uh, Orton Gunderson walked in and he said, to the waitresses, I want you to meet the new ranger here. This new ranger is John Lashenko, and he has cojones this big. And he held his hands out and showed everybody in the restaurant. I wasn't quite sure what he was telling them at first. And then I realized he was speaking a little Spanish. And that had a particular meaning. Another great story from the old days by John Lashenko. Jesus. 